Hey, listeners. Hi. It's Tom. It's Trevor. And we're just recording a quick intro to the episode because we record these episodes weeks in advance. Welcome to the episode. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, One of the reasons we're recording this now is so we can say thank you so much for listening because we have gone live. Thanks. We recorded this episode way before we went live and uh, we want to say thanks for listening and to please keep listening and tell everyone you know about the podcast that you think might enjoy it. If they would like it, tell them about it. Yeah, if they're not really like a movie person, maybe they wouldn't. Or if you think they would not like us personally. Yeah, I mean, I know, I mean, I don't know anyone that wouldn't love me, but I can see, like, Trevor can be... I'm abrasive. Yeah, Yeah. real abrasive. Yeah. Yeah. So, if they they wouldn't like, specifically me, I guess, they don't have to watch. Yeah. No problems here. Anyways, (laughs) thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode about all about our favorite demonic vigilante. I think that's true. Spawn. 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 It's Spawn. Spawn. It's Spawn. Enjoy. Michael J. White. Michael yeah. J. Yeah, is it Black J Dynamite? J? Black Dynamite. Black oh. Dynamite. Wow. Yeah. All right. Welcome to now available on video cassette, uh, the podcast where we explore all of our most awesome favorite movies from the '90s that are now probably horrible. They've been mostly letdowns. Not like now, but have always been. We just we have just great memories of them as kids. Um, I am Tom. I'm and, Trevor, and we are. Tom and Trevor. We're also joined by our producer Doug, who's on the couch. So uh, when Doug talks, you, it gets fainter in sound, and uh, some farther from we often repeat what he says. Um, and so this week, if you listen to last week's episode, Waterworld, which of course you did, uh, you know that we are talking about Spawn today. And if you listen to like the very beginning of the episode where we just kind of started talking about Spawn. Probably let you know. Spawn. Spawn. So, Spawn. What's the premise of Spawn? Uh, I'll tell you what the premise of Spawn is. Uh, Devil, so demon superhero, has a magic cape, can do anything, has to fight a clown, and uh, stop an an invasion of Hellspawn. Okay, you're pretty good. You're pretty close. I think that's that's generally. So, Michael J. White is... uh, is Spawn. He uh, he was an assassin, like a government assassin. And right. I think he gets he's killed he or like, he's betrayed. Yeah, he's 
horribly burned. Yeah, horribly, like, head to toe. Well, and, like, not just burned, but he, like, dies. He dies from the horrible yeah, burns. Yeah, he's horribly burned. And he ends up uh, going to hell because of his uh, his deeds in life. Right, because he's just assassin, just assassinated people. Well, he was, the, you know, one of the world's greatest assassins. Yeah. And so Malbolgia, I think, is the, the, de- the devil or demon king in this particular mm-hmm. universe. He's, this guy is, dude. You're like the world's greatest assassin. You're going to be so good for leading my armies against. Yeah, you were my hellspawn. He is a hellspawn. And he gives him powers and stuff like that. And he's like, no, I was only serving my country or something. No, don't make me do it. And he cares about his, his wife and kid or something, maybe, at home. Yeah. He doesn't want to take over the world yeah. and then heaven, of course. And he like he he gets sent back to Earth, and he's this... He's, this guy, and he comes, like, isn't there, there's, like, another, like, spawn guy, though. So right? there's, there's purgatory. Purgatory. And he goes to a purgatory, which I think is pretty cool, mythologically speaking. It's, like, this shitty city. Oh, yeah. It's, like, know? yeah, it's, like, a really run, it's, like, Skid Row. And he meets his Obi-Wan. I right. don't remember his name. I think it's, like, Italian or something. And I'm pretty sure that character is created by Neil Gaiman. And so he meets, uh, he meets his Obi-Wan, who's, like, hey, man. You got this cool cape. You got these cool chain powers and stuff. You can use this for good, and maybe you don't have to go to hell. Or if you do, like, you don't have to be a bad guy. You can fight for good instead. But then there's also John Leguizamo. And John Leguizamo is like a demon. Right. He's a, he's a clown demon. Yeah. Which makes sense. The Violator. The Violator, right. But we don't know he's the Violator. Oh, yeah. We, we just know that he's we meet, clown We guy. meet him. As, he says his name. I'm, he's Clown, right? That's the name of the... That's that right. He starts as Clown. Yeah. Um, which also, you know, is as bad as this movie probably is. It's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm certain of it. I remember um, it being bad. I thought... I, 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 I'm going to bet that John Leguizamo's performance is probably pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. He's, it's going to be a little overblown, I think. I mean, because yeah. he's like this crazy, psycho, evil clown. When, like, in a crazy, small. crazy, crazy, like, fat suit, too. Yeah, he's more yeah. of a little fat like, suit. A lot of... So this is, like, a super special effect heavy, which I feel like they are not going to have aged well. Mm-mm. What was this, uh, 97? Yeah. 97, nailed it. First try. Good job. Um, and, uh... So... In 97, I was turning uh, 11, I guess, yeah. that year. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, this movie's rated R. Um, it was probably around that time that that was a period of my life where I had fairly little adult supervision. Uh, just, you know, one of the perks of, like, going through a divorce with your parents. Sure. Um, so I could do things like... Watch Spawn. You can just watch Spawn. <laughs> I could just watch it. It was on, uh, it was, I remember, like, but I do remember us renting it at some point, and I'm not sure uh, how I necessarily convinced uh, my parents to, to rent it. Although, my father and I watched a lot of action movies together. Like, I remember, like, <laughs> like even earlier <laughs> in my life, I had watched Terminator 2 with my dad. Sure. And he was, like, this, you know, he was, I guess he was into... Raising some some really well action movie educated kids. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't remember Spawn being particularly. I mean, it's violent. That's certainly not as violent as the comic. No, which is probably disappointing to fans. Probably, <laughs> yeah. 
And I think I saw, I might have seen this in the theaters, I don't remember. I just think that my parents sort of were like, well, it's from comic books, so it's probably fine. Right, oh, it's, oh, it's a superhero. Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, uh, Spider-Man, Spawn. It's comic book, it's for kids. It's the sort of Western misinterpretation of, of comics that yes. they're only for kids. Right. When, in fact, it's incredibly violent. Yeah. And I do remember when it was, like, coming out, it was, like, because it was also, it was, like, fairly big deal. It was, like, marketed a lot. And uh, there was this kid that lived down the street. uh, And uh, I remember this kid was so annoying, but I used to want to go over to his house all the time because they had a trampoline in the backyard. Dangerous. Um, Yeah. Well, actually, in order to jump on the trampoline, they made you get a note from your parents saying that if you got hurt, you wouldn't sue them. That's obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. It was just real... don't have a trampoline. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a pain. But um, you had to get a note. From they were your parents? super, 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 super Christian. Oh, and, sorry, um, that, did, that didn't that didn't sound good. Um, I just assumed they were lawyers or something. No, no. They, um, but I remember talking to this kid about it. About oh, I want to see Spawn. And he's like, oh yeah, you want to see a movie about um, a, a demon? That is bad. It sounds awesome, yeah. And it's like, you know, you know, he's from H-E-L-L. Uh, <laughs> What's that spell, kid? What's that spell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, anytime, sometimes I would bring music over for us to listen to, and I remember, like, the, it's like Dad would have to listen to it all the time. Um, yes. But there's definitely a family that was not pro-spawn. Um, no, they, they wouldn't be. But, um... Uh, I remember too. The we were actually talking about on the way over here about the toys. Yeah, the toys. The toys had it had really cool toys, which really cool toys came before the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were because we were talking like nowadays, if a movie is rated R, you can't have toys for that movie. And I don't know if that's like a, when that went into effect, or uh, if that's even a law, or if I'm just making it up. But it sounds made up. It's totally not. Because, did you see any Deadpool toys? I don't know. I don't really go to, like, the what? toy store that much. That's more Marvel doesn't want to make toys for Fox's movies. Marvel doesn't want to make toys for Fox. Oh, because they have a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel and Fox are. Yeah. Cool. That's fun. Corporate reasons. What? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the toys are great. They're really cool looking. And the comics were pretty cool. I read a few of the comics when I was a kid. Not a lot um, and I was super excited about the movie. I think I liked it, maybe, but I don't think I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I thought it was really, really cool. I think it was cool. Um, and it may have been getting to the point where I was like, you know, there's a little, there's something off about this movie. The goodness is off. The goodness is off. <laughs> it's not turned all the way up. It's not <laughs> like it's in, like, funny. Three Ninjas, where the goodness was turned all the way up, or Encino Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those actually held up. I, I'm hoping you know. I I hope we watch this and we're like, you know what? Solid C plus. I always hope that. Yeah, but we'll find out. We will. Um, Martin Sheen is also the bad guy, right? He's bad guy. Yeah, I think he's like a government like spy guy. Yeah, like Martin Sheen, kind of the assassin guys. Yeah, Spawn's gotta like do a lot of work. In the, in the real world, too. I don't remember how or why, but he's just got to, like, fix stuff. Oh, and I just remember there's something where, like, his friend marries his wife. Yeah, his, like, yeah, his friend marries Whoa. his wife. Which, you know, like, I guess 
bro code. <laughs> sorry, sorry to go there. Kind of expires once you die, right? I guess. I mean, that's clearly what this guy thought, but he didn't know that his friend would come back as a house spawn. Right, and if anything, How he's, could you know? he's probably happy that Wanda's taken care of. That's her name, right? That's Wanda? Because totally he name. goes, Wanda! Right? Doesn't he? Oh, God, this is going to be so bad. Doesn't yeah. He does that, right? I think so. He, like, screams Wanda? I think he screams it, yeah. So, yeah, the bro code expires when you die. I'm glad that we've established that. Um... Okay, so let's talk about Spawn's powers for a second. I thought he was maybe the coolest superhero, like, yeah. um, because it's just it's and he's almost in a way a little bit like Green Lantern, Lantern, where the Green Lantern like manifests stuff with his ring, right? And his yeah, sort of like a combination of Green Lantern and Venom, I would say. Yeah, in totally. Which the suit is sort of symbiotic and kind of yeah. alive. And like, so he's got like these cool chain things, right? Chains. Um, but then his cape is real like, cool. Is so cool and like can turn into stuff and he can fly with it. And it's always moving and tattery and just like super cool looking and long. Like, remember, like, when he's on the motorcycle and then the cape, like, wraps around and turns into, like, this metal armor? That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And I think his hands could, like, turn into swords and suction cups and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's other stuff. I don't remember. Does he have, like, hellfire powers? I feel like he should. There's, like, doesn't he have, like, green something? Maybe he shoots green stuff. Yeah, green... Let's just say he shoots green stuff. Um... So, I remember, like, the origin of it and the beginning of it, but I don't necessarily remember, like, what leads Clown to turn into the Violator. He just kind of is that, you know? His job is to convince... Right, but I don't know why he's like... Is it because Spawn's not doing what he's supposed to be doing? And he fights him. And so, he's like, alright. He throws down. I'm not this little fat clown, I'm actually this... A horrible hell beast. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know why the devil doesn't just send in a bunch of violators. Well, because he want he needs a lot of like human souls too. You know, you only have so many horrible hell right. beasts. You need he needs a whole army of evil humans to you know tear down the gates of heaven. And you know, that's the other thing too. I remember it's like they kind of gloss over that, but like how like Spawn just kind of takes out the entire Spawn army in like a five seconds with green shit. Yeah, with green shit. Yeah. I don't remember how he does that. I don't either. And I don't know why the devil isn't just like, fuck you, and like pinches his head or something. Because <laughs> yeah, he's real big. Yeah. But also... And if I remember correctly, these, these visual effects are not going to hold up. It might not be good. But also, like, if you kill, and this is getting very metaphysical, are they already dead? Well, like, don't they just go back to hell? How's that even work? Yeah, I mean, can you kill a hell spawn? Can you kill a soul? Can you... A damned soul? Yeah, I have... Spawn can. Damned to find out. Spawn can. (laughs) That's one of his powers, killing dead souls. Um, So we have this on Mm -hmm. Blu-ray. Let's talk about the cover. First of all, we have the director's cut, and we should talk it right now, live. Are we going to watch the director's cut? Because I I assume if it gives us a choice, obviously if it doesn't give us a choice, we're going to watch the director's cut. I would like to. Yeah, I think we should, because like I said, maybe it makes it good. The more material, the better. Maybe they talk about more you know, more about the green shit. What's, like, uh, yeah. what's the rating on that? 
It's R. Yeah, because the, the, the theater release was PG-13. Okay, that makes sense to me. Whoa. That makes a lot of sense theater to me. Oh, so it's going to be maybe... It, 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 was, it, it rated as R, and then they cut the movie down enough to make it PG-13. So uh, the director's cut probably has all that back in to get it back up to R. Uh, that makes perfect sense, because I... Cause I, yeah, I sort of was surprised when I looked at this and saw that it was rated R. The director's cut is R, but yeah. what we probably saw as kids was PG-13. Uh, Whoa. Which, by the way, uh, this is directed by a person oh. who's on here somewhere. Mark A-Z-D-P. Mark, Mark A-Z-D-P. I see, yeah. Mark, the, the initials A-Z... Dippy. Dippy? Dipe. Dipey. Dipey. D-I-P-P-E. Oh, he's Japanese. I was thinking I was French. So oh, here we are making fun of his name. No, now I'm even more lost as to how to maybe pronounce that. So a lot of initials. Is it D.B. Sweeney? And this is also, it's a New Line Cinema joint. Um, I gotta say, on this uh, Blu-ray, there are, there's no quotes or anything, but I'll give you the quick, <laughs> there's a hot two sentences here. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, imagine, imagine a creature on the verge of creation. From comic book legend Tom McFarlane comes the live-action special effects movie Spawn. Michael J. White, John Leguizamo, and Martin Sheen star in a battle beyond good. Beyond evil and beyond imagination. That's it. That's kind of weird that they're focusing on imagination. Yeah, and it's live. It's a. This is a live action special effects movie. A live action special effects movie. Yeah, for the imagination. But it's also it's more than just a movie. It says the Blu-ray. Oh, just for those of you out there who are Blu-ray enthusiasts, the special features include commentary featuring creator Todd McFarlane. And the director, Mark A.Z. Oh, DePay? Because they're... Okay, so there's... Okay. May, may, I think it's DePay. It doesn't matter. Sure it does to him. Producer, Clint Goldman. And visual effects supervisor, Steve Spaz in quotes, Williams. <laughs> the visual effects supervisor's name is Steve Spaz Williams. Are any relation there, Trevor? Yeah, that's, that's uh, Uncle Spaz. <laughs> Uncle Spaz. Yeah. Uh, there's an interview with Todd McFarlane. There's uh, the behind-the-scenes making of Spawn featurette. That's going to get watched. Uh, Spawn's, unless it's like an hour long, <laughs> Spawn's sketch gallery with over 200 original concept illustrations, scene-to-storyboard comparisons, original Todd McFarlane sketches, uh, filter and the Crystal Method music <laughs> video. <laughs> oh, my God. Method. There's filter... And the Crystal Method music video. Wow. The band Filter? You remember Filter? I remember the Crystal Method. Yeah, I almost saw the Crystal Method once live, but then then we left. Okay. Um, (laughs) Original theatrical trailer and more. Wow, there's a lot going on. There was so much that they couldn't list it all here. Um, A creature on the verge of creation? Is that what they said? Imagine a creature on the verge of creation. That's weird. Period. Like that's like that's that's what it that's says the, about the movie. One of that's the first of two sentences. And it could be about anything. Also, I, looking at Spawn on the cover, so the cover is just it says director's cut Spawn, and then he's standing there with his arms crossed. He looks kind of like a vampire. He looks kind of short too, doesn't he? Because of the cape, but he's also kind of stocky looking. Yeah, he looks it's like Spawn. I thought you'd be taller. Yeah. Um, and he's got a sick belt buckle. 
We got like this, like also pretty metal. I hope there's like a lot of metal going on. Yeah, there should be lots of metal, but it might be just like a lot of crystal method. That's true. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I guess let's go educate ourselves with the director's cut. Watch the movie. Watch the movie. Watch right along with us. We're starting it right now. It's time for an advert, an advertisement. Yeah, that's. I say it like that too. Um, Trevor, tell us about our sponsor. Uh, well, we have a really cool sponsor, the Record Exchange in Frederick, Maryland, and also they have another uh, in Silver Spring, I yes. believe. And uh, Soren Dodge is the manager there, and he he helps sponsor us by sometimes they give us cool movies. Yeah, to they watch. provide the the movie, it's the kind films, of the content that we're doing. They don't actually give us films, though. <laughs> if you find yourself in Frederick, Maryland, or Silver Spring, Maryland, get yourself on down to the Record Exchange. Get yourself a record. And exchange or exchange it. Or exchange it. Maybe get a classic video game. Yeah. Maybe a a divd CD. You know, a divd. Oh, a divd. Yeah, a divd. You could get uh, a cassette tape. Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You could get a cool poster. Actually, was I think Spawn the Spawn the Spawn we watched was Blu-ray. Maybe I think I think, I think it was. I don't, anyway. Oh right. Thank you for listening as well. And uh, on, in addition to our sponsor, The Record Exchange, uh, we'd like to tell you about a little website called Patreon. Patreon.com is a place where you can go and you can support things like the podcast you listen to or perhaps uh, somebody has, draws a, a webcomic and you enjoy that. You can go there and some people have pages set up where you can contribute money to them. And if you go to patreon.com slash the annual, you can do that for us and all the other things that the annual puts out. Um, if you want to know more about the annual and what we, what we do there, you can go to uh, annualpodcasts.com and you can check out the other programs. Uh, right now there's three up there, I think, but we have more, uh, more shows in the hopper. So you should, yeah, contribute if you want to. If you want to. It would help our self-esteem tremendously. And lastly, <laughs> you can always send us an email at nowavailableov at gmail.com. Please do it. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, that's it. Thank you. We're back. Spawn! Techno music. Spawn. Spawn. Alright, so we watched um, Spawn. Um, the director's cut. Which, uh, if any of you out there listening has seen both the original cut and the director's cut and can tell us what was different, <laughs> um, that would be really helpful. We welcome you to send us an email. Uh, at now available we have at a, we Gmail. Have, we have email. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> um, Trevor's playing guitar. Um, we're getting Spawn. metal. Spawn. Um, 
So, uh, impressions, Trevor, go, spawn. One, it was bad. It was bad. Two, I wanted it to be better. Three, John Leguizamo was weird. Really weird. A lot of, that character is a, is a terrible... Does not translate. No, which, I mean, and yeah, maybe, probably much better in the comic, but like, it was, oh man, what a disgusting character. Um... Which yeah. I'm sure is, is, is part of, like, the point of it, but... He's supposed to be weird, but he was too weird. Um, so, CGI. here... Oh, okay, let's... Let's, uh... Let's, let's narrow this. <laughs> I thought the beginning of the movie... I thought the whole... Like, really, the, the first act was kind of setting it up to be a, an okay... An okay movie. Not a good movie. But just okay... Uh, they handled exposition all right. Uh, I know we're in, in, I was talking about what in uh, about Waterworld about the discourse. They actually, uh, you know, doing the time jump without Spawn remembering anything. I thought it was was clever, it was or at fine, least, yeah. but it also seemed like I've probably translated really well to the comic. Um, things. Got really, really bad for me into the, like, second act of the movie when, like, just the editing was horrible. Yeah, there's some weird, weird uh, transitions there. Weird, weird transitions, weird cuts. Uh, and Martin Sheen was terrible. Phoning it in. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I'll be a stereotypical bad guy. Yeah, I really, I really feel like he, like, read the script and was like, I'm not sure what this is, but it's a paycheck. Uh, because it was... Yeah, it was not not good. Very no depth there at all. Um, it wasn't enough metal music. It was like no. late nineties. It was weird, like um, like guitar techno music. Yeah, like some techno stuff going on. Um, we were also uh, we were wrong about the purgatory thing. Yeah, and he's it just in a really so shitty. Yeah, he was just in a really <laughs> shitty part of a city. He just decides to live in a really shitty part of the world. He just now. lives in like this alleyway that's full of uh, garbage and rats. Yeah, and, and just like people eating garbage. Yeah, and it was not. Yeah, in my memory, he he goes to like this really cool but scary like in between purgatory type place that's like. You know, it's not great, but you still... I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because, in my mind, that would have been super cool. But instead, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it sucked. And he... he, But he did meet Sword in Hand. Uh, Cagliostro. That wasn't his name. I don't know. I, don't, I think that was... It was something name. Ostro, but it, I don't think it was Cagliostro. It was, it was, like, it was played by Not Charles Dance. Yeah, Not Charles Dance. I and, think that's uh, how they credit it in the, in the credits. Um, yeah, other... other the, the CG was... CG was bad. Like, I mean, so any, some of it was okay. Some of it was okay, but anytime they went to hell, like, so, like, the devil, what was that, what's the devil's name? Malbolgia. Yeah, Malbolgia. Uh, <laughs> was just awful. Like, bad, bad video game graphics. Yeah, it was like a bad video game slash, I think you mentioned that it looked like a screensaver at one point. Uh, yeah, well, there's definitely, like, when he's, like, traveling through, uh, the, oh, the whole, like, credit sequence looks like just, like, a, like a Windows Media Player visualizer 
thing called Hellfire. Hellfire, the tunnel thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, Michael J. White, I think, did the best that he could with what was given to him. There were some really shitty one-liners in there. Really, uh, really. Like, when it, uh, my favorite one-liner was probably when he gets shot for the first time. Yeah. And then, they, and, like, he heals, and he just goes, Damn. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, I'm pretty sure the only thing that was changed in the director's cut was that he says shit once instead of because I remember that there being an equally bad one-liner when he gets suction cup hands. Yeah, and you just like yeah, and maybe more people get shot and killed. Maybe I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I, I can't really figure out what what the differences were. But they must have been there, and the director wanted them in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, other characters? Cagliostro. Cagliostro. Or whatever his uh, name was. Terrence. Terry. Terry, so the bro. I, in my mind, I thought I remembered Spawn kind of, like, getting over it immediately, but he was really mad that Terry, mad his bro. Terry married his, his wife. Yeah, so. he, he wasn't like, hey, thanks for being there. He was like, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, granted, he didn't realize that five years had passed. He uh, was, I think he was told that. Maybe well, he was he was told that, but for him, it had just happened, you know. Uh, yeah, it was like his best friend was fucking his wife and also had, like, a five-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, not only did you marry my wife, but you had a child. But his dog remembered him. That's what matters. Spaz, who I can only assume, it's like if that's in the comic, great. If not, I'm pretty sure he's uh, named after the uh, the 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 what was it? A producer whose uh, middle name was Spaz. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, you know canon to the comics or not, but there was a Spaz uh, in the movie, and he was a dog. Yeah, he's a good dog. He's a good boy. He was a good boy. Yeah. Um, besides that, I don't know. It was a lot of missed opportunities for me. Like, I I find Christian mythology to be fascinating. And I realize that a lot of Christians that are listening to this might right now might not. <laughs> Wait, like, did you mean Christian nonfiction? You know, like with the angels and the devils and the God and all that stuff. Yeah. Christian mythology is fascinating to me. There you go with that word mythology. Just again. like lots of, you know, like Egyptian mythology is really cool, and I love like all learning about all the gods. Yeah, but there. that wasn't real. And, and Norse mythology, like <laughs> Thor, and you know, all these like I, I love learning about all that stuff. And so the whole like, yeah, the fight between good and evil and like the hellish armies and stuff, like that's metal yeah. as fuck. Hell he's like supposed to lead Hell's armies and, and he's gonna like burn down the gates to heaven. And I like that's a cool narrative. Uh, they didn't really mess with it too much. Like it was no. more of an origin story, but like well, I and think the, with director's cut, they could have explored that some more. Well, I feel like uh, you know CG is still an expensive thing in movies, and I feel like when this movie was made, like all those shots in hell with the devil and all that stuff was probably really expensive, which is why you just have all these like little short cuts to that. Uh, throughout yeah, the movie, real short, yeah. yeah, these and, and there's just not much of it there because they're like spending all this freaking money. Yeah, they're using Windows 97 screensavers. They had yeah. to get that whole, <laughs> had to get that screensaver yeah. and download it. And there was that little paperclip guy from Microsoft Word. Yeah, he was there. He was um, 
one of the characters. Um, but, you know, there wasn't much in the way of, like, the good guys besides uh, Cagliostro. <laughs> and uh, he was, like, he was an old, like, knight, which is cool. So I guess if, if you're recruited into Hell's Army and you just say no, then you can live forever, which is pretty cool. I suppose so, although he does mention in the beginning that he earned his soul back. Okay, so like, he had to, like, do good did, stuff, maybe? Did he, yeah, I guess he... And, like, why is... I guess he's just not on the devil's radar anymore. Uh, he's not but, safe. But also, he doesn't have... It doesn't seem that he has nearly as high-tech a setup as Spawn does. Yeah, he has, he has a sword, and he has really fast powers. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, and he's got chains. He might have just, like, grabbed those from, like, Chain yeah, Alley. Yeah, true. From Chain Alley. Yeah, you know that... <laughs> that one alley that yeah, has all, those all the chains. chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also... And I think I remember thinking this is, there's not enough, um, Spawn doesn't use his powers enough. But again, too, uh, not really. probably crazy CGI budget. They were probably, it was probably budgetary. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he learns at the end that he has, uh, like, heat vision, like Superman. Yeah. And x-ray vision that he can use at the same time to basically complete yeah. any surgery painlessly. So I was going to say, he painlessly takes out that, that like, pacemaker thing that they put in, the, in Martin Sheen's heart. And I'm thinking, where is the 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 Doctor Spawn spinoff TV show? Beijing Doctor Spawn. You know, then they could have like, I think Doogie Howser was still on in '97. Oh shit! And so they could have like Neil Patrick a, Harris. They could have done like a cool crossover episode. Yeah, or Neil Patrick Harris could like accidentally kill a bunch of people as a doctor, and then he goes to hell, and then he like comes back as a hell spawn. Doogie Hell Spawn. Oh, fuck, that's good. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris, we love you. Um, call us if you want to work on Doogie Hellspawn. Yeah, we will. Let's make it happen. Uh, so, another uh, thing. Doogie Hellspawn. Um, another uh, favorite uh, thing I like to talk about with all of these is uh, any any real problematic things occur that we that we need to talk about? I don't know. I know at one point uh, Clown does say the uh, the less than savory uh, word for those with uh, mental handicaps. We don't use that word, demon guy. Yeah, come, come on. on. <laughs> I mean, I guess he is from hell, so. From hell, I mean, it's not like he gets right. a free pass, but I don't think he's supposed <laughs> to be a likable character. Right, true. I just, you know, the way they just throw words around in the it's 90s. It's always like, whoa! <laughs> That's not how we do that anymore, guys. And there was at least one moment in the movie where we were like, was that racist? I don't know. You watch it. You figure out. Do, did you figure out what it was? Or write in and tell us uh, what you thought it was. No, that's what you think the most racist part of Spawn is. Yeah, and uh, that email, by the way, is now available ovc at gmail.com. We have an email. <laughs> now available ovc at gmail. <laughs> you can do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in general, just I for me, it came down to the the bad editing, and uh, there was plenty of exposition, but there wasn't always a good explanation of what was happening when and where, or why, uh, or why. Many questions, yeah, of, of of all the questions, really, why? Like once he learns how to use his suit, he. He learns how to use his suit, and then he's like, I'm out of here. He's like, cool, let's wrap this movie up. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but they don't say, he doesn't say where he's going, he just knows that he doesn't need guns. And then on his way to wherever the hell he's going, 
uh, clown in a truck is trying to, like, rile him up, I guess. Uh, yes. And then he, he explodes and goes way up in the air and he says, see you at Wanda's. But, he, come on, he was, like, way up in the air. Spawn was on the ground. He didn't hear him say, see you at Wanda's. And then the next thing you know, boom, they're at Wanda's. And the bad guy is there because he knows that Terrence has stolen the, the mini CD player, which... If Spawn taught us anything today, it's with that little that little divot in your CD-ROM. Yeah, uh, you guys remember CD-ROMs? Because you, <laughs> you, you push the button and the whole tray comes out, and yeah. there's a big old circle for the CD, but then there's a smaller circle. Yeah, and that's for little tiny CDs. It's for little CDs. Well, like, if yeah. you want to find out if your boss is trying to infect the entire world with some orange virus, yeah, that's how you do that. You just put it in there. Nice pinch harmonics. Um, so in a nutshell, that that was Spawn, in a nutshell. That was it. I mean, I hope that you watched it and uh, that you enjoyed the experience of watching it, if not the actual movie. I think that's what I'm going to have to go with for the rest of my life here, if we're going to keep on doing this. I'm, we're gonna have to try to en- enjoy the experience of watching these films. Yes, even if they're not good. If anything, you know, just two friends hanging out mm-hmm. watching a bad movie. But uh, so we have to. Uh, I want to start rating our movies, and we have oh, to. Yeah. We have to figure out what uh, what the rating scale is. Um, um, seared to extra crispy. Seared to extra crispy. All right, where where would you put it? Mm, flambe. Is that a thing? Yeah, it, I think so. It's a. I think it's a technique. No, like something can be flambéed. I'm not a chef. Um, yeah, maybe it wasn't the right scale. Um, let's uh, say like medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was pretty. Yeah, rare. It was rare. It was, it was bleeding. It was not as well done as Spawn himself. Yeah, I'd be interested. We uh, didn't have time to watch any of the special effects, but you know, it might be illuminating to watch uh, the commentary or uh, the featurette. But we'll save that. Maybe they'll tell us what the one. actual things were that changed from the director's cut. Who knows? <laughs> um, all right, so uh, that's Spawn. Uh, I think we pretty much nailed it in the first half about everything that happens. Um, next week, the next movie that we're doing, we're getting back to our uh, our, our family-friendly roots here. Uh, what are we watching next time? Uh, we're going to watch Tall Tale. <laughs> Tall Tale. A uh, movie, uh, I believe it's Disney. Sounds right. I think it's Disney, about a kid who meets a bunch of American folk heroes. Yeah, from the American folk hero era of the uh, of West or something. Yeah, from the West. Because they talk about the code of the West. We don't want to get too deep into it right now, but... Yeah. Kid meets Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill's the one I remember. There's Paul Bunyan and, um... Johnny Applecorn. No. <laughs> and, uh, John Henry. John Henry. So, uh... Come check it out. And Kurt Russell may or may not be in the movie. Whoa. Is he... Spoiler alert, he's not, but you might remember that he was. (laughs) Is he the kid's dad? Is he actually a planet? Yes. (laughs) Cool. All right. uh, This has been now available on video cassette. I'm Tom. I'm Trevor. And we will see you next time.
Okay, whoa. Hey. Trevor. Hey, Tom. Guess what? What? We got some more emails. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll read uh, this first one. Uh, We also, I got to say, just, you know, I'll let you tease this out there right now that uh, we've got another one from our friend Connor. So we'll talk about that. But first, this one. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read the whole ding dang thing. Hey, Tom and Trevor. That's us. Hi. Big fan of the podcast. So far, we've seen uh, Little Ninjas with Big Courage, Toons playing basketball, a totally rad caveman, and Kevin Costner. I grew up watching this stuff, too, because I had two little brothers and was kind of at their mercy when it came to what to watch. So a lot of my interest is in movies that are boy movies, quote-unquote. I'm definitely not one to segregate movies by their intended audience's gender. However, I was racking my brain for a 90s nostalgic female-friendly flick and couldn't think of one. Are there any 90s nostalgia movies with a female protagonist? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Besides Clueless, of course, but that's like high school age for sure. I'd like to know your thoughts and maybe your listeners can chime in. Thanks, guys. Allie. Thanks, Allie. Thank you, Allie. We love you. Um... I mean, a few things come to mind. Uh, Monkey Trouble. I was thinking the same thing. I Get love out. Monkey Trouble. Starring Thora Birch. Thora Birch. Uh, uh, and also, I was I love monkeys in general, so that was really great. That was monkeys kind of are like great. a perfect combo for yeah, me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I had, a big, I, I had a crush on That's that on our much. list for sure, Monkey Trouble. Harriet the Spy. Harriet the Motherfucking Spy. Also. No great. actual motherfucking in that movie, but... Hey, they were spying. She was a Rosie spy. O'Donnell. Uh, what was her name? Uh... Oh she's god, in, what is her um, name? She's Pete and Pete. She, she was Nona and Pete and Pete. Yeah, and she's oh god, what is her name? She's really cool. Uh, also, though, Clueless is a great movie. It might be too good for, for our podcast, but I love Clueless. That movie is hilarious. Well, oh, I've seen it much more recently than yeah. No, Clueless is a fantastic. Yeah, uh, Alicia Silverstone, Paul Rudd, awesome movie. Um, yeah. Uh, also, like Matilda. Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. she was great. Yeah, Matilda, excellent. Huge fan. But that's also, like, a good movie. That's a good... It's a great movie, yeah. It's really good. So, <laughs> great musical, too. It is. Yeah. And book, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess it was a book. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. But you'd have to read to know that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, there's there's a ton. Fly Away more. Home. Fly Away Home is definitely on the list. I think we have some people that were interested. Absolutely, in we do. Love uh, Fly Away Home. Um, yeah. Jeff Anna Daniels. Paquin. Anna Paquin. Early Anna Paquin. Early. Early Paquin. Early Paquin. But not the earliest Paquin. Oh, okay. Because wasn't she, like, nominated for an Oscar or something? Probably for Fly Away Home. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the podcast, Tom. <laughs> Uh, so yes, and you're right. We do. We will be featuring more. I'm sure that there is. I mean, uh, well, and we also want to have some some women guests on. Yeah, because we we know there. I mean, we know there's not like already too many podcasts out there with just two white guys expressing their opinions. But we'll we figure we should still have women on the show anyway. Yeah, even um, though yeah, that's we're at like a super underrepresented kind of minority. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, uh, Enough of that. Um, <coughs> um, so I hope that adequately answers your question. Um, and wow, uh, you know, I, I can imagine having two younger brothers and, you know, 
being the only girl must have been real tough. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm an older brother myself. I know what it's like to have younger siblings. What? Which one were you, Tom? I was a younger sibling. Oh, okay. I was the, actually the middle kid. You were a middle kid? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and then when my mom married our, my, my stepfather, I became the second oldest of five. So still the middle kid? No. No. <laughs> my, my little brother became the middle kid. Okay. So second oldest of five is what you would call yourself at that point. Yeah, I was second oldest of five, and then my brother was right in the goddamn middle. Oh, okay, okay, nice. The I middle see. of five. Like if you look at your finger, yeah, no, I see. If you look at if, or if you look at your hand, like you put your and then like you put down the two looking, fingers on either side of your middle and finger. Then you have one finger. You just left. have one finger left in the middle. That's why they call it the middle finger. So you were more like a pointer finger. Or a ring finger. Yeah, I was like the index. So you're like in the middle of the middle. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> you don't even get to have a I was on the thing. I was on the periphery of the middle. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but shall we... Uh, we also... we So we got a few emails, and I got to say... Uh, yeah, they're good. They're, they're all good. We got, we got some that were just like... Had some really nice constructive feedback. Um... And ideas for the show and suggestions. Uh, shout out to uh, to Rob who sent us something um, that uh, he sent some suggestions and some really really great feedback, yeah, that's good. which is really helpful for us. So you know, even if you just say, "Hey, use better microphones," here's where you can find them. Don't can, mind if we do. Yeah, yeah, please, because uh, we're you know we're still working on our production and whatnot. If you got any tips, tricks, or ideas for the podcast, let us know. Um, Should we read Connor's? Yes, can I? Can I? Can I? I know I just read the last one, but you, read you read Connor's last one. I feel like I should read this one because right. yeah, I see where you're going. This one is uh, also maybe I mean names some names perhaps probably two at least. Yes, gents. Hi. Yet another entertaining week. Keep them coming. First, thank you, Trevor, for your insight and response to my suggestion from the Space Jam episode. You are welcome. I accept your explanation with open arms. Well said. You got it. Space Jam had an outstanding soundtrack, though. Yeah, dude. Additional thoughts for you both. Waterworld episode. How about a bit less alluding to your political opinions throughout an episode and focus on the content instead of quick jabs at our current administration peppered within the program? Ahem, Tom. This t- <laughs> this is my favorite part. This Team Tom train does have an e-break. Leave politics for Facebook and or obnoxious media sources. We are an obnoxious media source. <laughs> yes, I, that's, that's what my first thought. I was like, wait, we are an obnoxious media source. Movie suggestion. My Girl, 1991. Show our sensitive side. Okay. Lastly, uh, great new mic. My daughter started to cry after hearing your voices, and I bro- broke to hear you guys. I broke to her you guys weren't here in the house. Does that It's break? so live. Does that mean that she was happy to hear our voices or scared? Hugs, to, Connor. Because I'm not trying to make I don't know. Yeah, we didn't want to make your daughter cry. Um, I hope that she was like so excited to hear about. I don't know. Her so, voice. Connor, let me respond first by saying I never like to include politics in anything. Like, uh, so generally on this podcast, I don't want to to talk politics or anything like that because uh, I think we can all agree no matter what side you're on politics suck 
Um, uh, I thought you were going to say, we can all agree, no matter which side you're on, that fuck Trump. Well, oh, yes. <laughs> well, so, wait, I think, so, wait, whoa, whoa, you're getting political, Trevor. Oh, no, I just, I thought that's what you were going to say. Um, no, uh, but I, uh, no comment, because wow. I don't want to make things political. However, <laughs> however, with something like Waterworld, where the the entire, like, the plot and the idea is inherently political because it has to do with climate change. Climate change, uh, despotic leaders, racism uh, and speciesism. That's true, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of... Misogyny? I, I would say there's a lot of political themes in the movie. And... Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't say we, it's not, it, we never had a soapbox moment where we were like, ah, blah, 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 it's, it's climate change and fuck the current administration, which, you know, fuck them. But, yeah, uh, and also let's not climate change. Let's try not, let's try not to, yeah. Yeah. No, you could so, do that, but uh, that's not really what this podcast is about. No, right. So and there's smarter people that do that. I will say in general, yeah, we're not gonna, uh, I think, you know, if anything, we were poking fun at the fact that we were. We were like getting political by doing Waterworld because Waterworld is just a shitty movie. Um, <laughs> I think Waterworld was trying to be kind of political. Like it was the nineties, and they're like, hey, I guess maybe they're probably thinking about that hole in the ozone layer. I don't think they were thinking that hard about it though, because they may have like wanted to include some trace amounts of accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> like in terms of like what would actually happen, but there was the voiceover at the beginning <laughs> yeah. where all the ice caps melted, oh, and then it was a water oh, world. Water world, yeah. So, um, but you know, uh, you know, if, if politics ever come up again, sorry, but we're we're going to talk about them because yeah. uh, it's our. If someone doesn't want to listen to our podcast because they don't agree with our political opinions or or they just don't want to hear about politics. Um, I understand that, and uh, yeah. that's fine. That right. you know, but um, but generally, I will say that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring up politics. Yeah, and again, it's not something that usually is gonna come up. It's kind of that was it's not gonna come up when you're watching movie. Sidekicks. It's you not. Know? Gonna, it's just not. Yeah, Chuck Norris's Republicanism it, isn't gonna come up in that episode. No, and you know what? I I I'd still watch Walker Texas Ranger. I don't care. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Cool. Good. Uh, also, I agree with My Girl as a movie selection. We we just addressed the uh, the female lead thing. Yeah, uh, Anna Chlumsky, I believe is her name, and Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yeah, that's true. Which is why I think we should probably do My Girl too, because yeah. she's really the lead in that one. Well, that and and. My Girl is a great suggestion, but I think My Girl is too good of a movie. Like so I, I can say that, like objectively, right now, My Girl is a fantastic movie, mm-hmm. um, and one that, oh, man, tears. Now this isn't a My Girl episode, but tears though. But geez, uh, well, because can I just? Do you want to hear a little bit? Can I would I, love to hear your sensitive side. Okay, well, check this out. Okay, Connor, are you listening? The story is for you. I saw My Girl. At a drive-in movie theater. Oh, God. It was a double feature with Beauty and the Beast. Yes, both released the same year. And I was the only one. It was me, my dad, and my my older sister, and my little brother. And I was the only one of us that stayed awake for My Girl. Because Beauty and the Beast played first, and then My Girl played... My parents were awake. They watched the movie, but I watched the movie and like had no idea what, what it was or if I would enjoy it. And 
there's the, this kid played by Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Uh, whose name is Thomas J. Nice. For those of you listening, my name is also Thomas James. Thomas J. And my mom used to call me Thomas J. Okay. So. Oh, this is rough. So, yeah. And he's got glasses and he's kind of a nerd. um, But he's got this cool friend, Veda, and she's a cute girl. And she, like, you know, gives him a kiss somewhere in the movie. And um, it was, I was like, I was also a kid at school that was kind of a nerd and got made fun of. And I had, for my glasses and stuff. And I'm like, for the first time as as a young child, like, like latching on to a character in a movie and relating and being like, Oh, this is, this is great. This is like, wow, (laughs) life can be good for a dweeby kid in glasses. And then he fucking dies. He He gets stunned by bees and dies a horrible death. Just like horrible, terrible to them. He's alert and his glasses fall. And then Uh, Veda comes into the funeral and she's like, he can't see without his glasses. Uh, Put his glasses on. Oh my God. I'm, Oh, it's bad. Jesus. Anyway, um, so that that was a that was a de- defining moment. So that's my, my girl, nineteen ninety one, for you guys. It's, uh, so, but, oh god. So maybe maybe my girl too, which I only saw once. Um, but you know what? I think we'll, at some point we'll start scraping the bottom of the barrel, and we'll have no choice but to do good movies. So, well, Connor, thank you very much for your email and, and your uh, your dedicated listening. Um, we'll. I, I will. I personally will always try to avoid politics just because they suck. But um, if I find if it's necessary, you know, if it's part of the movie. Film sometimes lends itself to political opinions. Sure, it happens. All right. Uh, I think that does it for emails. Is there another one? Oh, <laughs> sure. Uh, this is from. <laughs> this is this is a funny. This is a, from uh, a, a close friend of mine, actually. Who didn't know about the podcast. This is from Rich. Rich says, I saw a Spawn DVD at Tom's house on the table over the summer before I knew Now Available was happening. Didn't think much of it except for the horrible description on the back that really told you nothing about it. (laughs) Hearing you guys are going to revisit it now made me flash back to why it was there. Case closed. <laughs> That's from Rich. I so, hope he enjoys the Spawn episode. I, yeah, I hope he did enjoy it. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you keep on coming back for more now available on video cassette. That's how we say it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for emailing. Yeah. Do so it again. That's the, that's the email section. Yeah. Keep send, it, send us those emails. We want them. We like them. It strokes our ego in a way that we need. So yeah. stroke us. <laughs> thanks, thanks for emailing. And that's our sign off. <laughs> stroke you later. Now we're